Well, hello and welcome to the Goat Life Podcast, the premier podcast from the folks at JB Racing Goats. In this podcast, we talk about the everyday challenges that come with raising breeding goats, as well as the fun we have while doing it. To find out more about JB Racing Goats, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or on the web at jbracinggoats.com. Just one small disclaimer, the information on this podcast is not meant to replace the advice of trained professionals. Be sure to consult your local veterinarian for any medical advice. Now enjoy the show. Okay, and welcome to another episode of the Goat Life Podcast. I'm JB. I'm Chloe. And I'm Jude. Yeah, I hope you know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> easiest question you're going to get. We have with us today a special guest, Jude Bertoft, is joining us on the podcast today. Welcome, Jude. All right, so we had both a busy week and a not busy week this week, Uh, didn't we, kids? Yes. Now, um, birthing season is busy. You are going to be tired. You are going to be on the clock. We take turns not leaving the house just in case case ghost birth so uh chloe why don't you tell us about what happened this week well essentially nothing (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening to the podcast it was a great week well no just kidding (laughs) but there's there's something to the nothing why don't you explain well what do you mean well, I mean, nothing in the sense that no one birthed. Mm-hmm. Even though we told the goats birthing season was over last week. <laughs> well, I think it was like two weeks ago or two something. Two weeks ago. Whatever we told them, they haven't listened. So we still have one goat who hasn't birthed yet. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Kalila. Yes. So Kalila, if you um, had listened to us, you realized she is the one that we call the tricky goat. And why do we call her the tricky goat? Because she has no signs. Yes. And she's always wearing a big smile, and she's very tricky. <laughs> she is. Always seem to have a smile on her face, like she's taunting us <laughs> with her lack of birthing. <laughs> so what signs did we see this week? Because we did see some signs, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, I mean, make it as G-rated as you can. Do you want to um, explain, June? Oh, <laughs> me. You should do this part. <laughs> Okay, if you don't want me to. Well, she did, of course, have more mucus. And obviously, well, with her at least, um, the mucus is a little bit different before they have their babies. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like the first day. Um, I don't want to be too gross for anybody watching this. But uh, it was like, you know, bloody, you know. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, so she's had days of mucus, which is good because for some goats, that means that they're within 24 hours of birthing, Mm -hmm. but not for Clyla. It just means something. (laughs) Now, remember, this is the goat that we actually gave the P-test to, to just validate that she was actually pregnant because we Mm -hmm. were starting to wonder that there was something wrong with us and that we were totally misguessing here. But yeah, so she has had some signs, but whenever we say there's no signs, what we really mean is that she's not predictable, right? Like a lot of times these signs mean something 
and in in her like one of the examples her bags right yeah her her udders are not they have no milk in them basically yeah and we do remember last year she also had no milk in her udders until like i think the day that she birthed yeah now that that was the one we weren't here for so we don't mm-hmm. know for sure but yeah, like, and in, in, so that's what we often look for is, you know, once another thing, once their bags get really big and full, it means their cholesterol have come in and they're ready to birth. But for her, we just haven't seen that yet. So we're not sure. We we think we're 24 hours away, but we've thought that for two weeks now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so... Um, Tell us about the schedule that we keep right now, Chloe, in order to watch her. Well, I would say start with the night because I feel like that's the less obvious one. Um, So we do actually have a camera in our barn that we can check in on her um, through an app on our phones at night. And we take shifts and we set alarms um, for a different hour and we just check in on the camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the day, it's a little easier because we can look at the camera or we can send Jude out to check on her and make sure there's no babies coming out. Yeah, I it's just been basically nothing so far. <laughs> <laughs> but we are on a regiment. Like, so today, Chloe and I went to the vet and our mom stayed home just in case. And then at dinner, Chloe and I stayed home and our mom and Jude went out to grandma's house for dinner not your mom me and jude's mom your mom (laughs) (laughs) went out for dinner so we're just kind of taking turns making sure that someone's here for her and kalila is a little bit of a special case because she lost her baby last year we weren't here to 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 help and she's also technically not our goat she's well not at all our goat (laughs) she's a goat that we board um, for a friend of ours. So the other thing about Kyla is everyone who sees her says they can't wait to see her babies because she's a really uh-huh. good shaped goat. So we will see. Do you remember who we paired her with? Um, I think it was the pretty goat. Paired her with the pretty, yeah, the pretty buck. I think so too because she's nice and full. So herself. Yeah, well, we look forward to seeing that. So what else did we do this week, Jude? Well, I don't know. Just We just watched her, I feel like. I don't know. What did we do oh, the barn? Oh, yeah. So we painted the barn red. That's right. We painted the barn. And, and the other goat stuff. Yes. Now, the, the, we actually, like, half of our barn was already red. Yeah. And um, we built this addition, like, a year and a half. A year and a half ago, or... Two and a half years ago. No, no, not two and a half years. Year and a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. A year and a half ago, and we just never, I never painted it, but we got around to painting it this week. And so Jude and I painted the entire barn, and we painted it the same color red as the other one. So now it looks nice and spiffy, and all the goats tell us how nice it is to live in a <laughs> fancy painted barn. But that's just kind of stuff you got to do around the farm, huh? Yep. Little jobs here and there. And it's it has nothing to do with the uh, 
go business, but we're also starting to build a cider house, which will be fun. That'll be some more construction that we'll do ourselves. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's basically we're on watch this week. Um, we also took uh, the babies, a couple of them, to the vet today for a really awful experience. Chloe, do you want to explain to them about the awful experience? Um, we got their horns taken out. Yes. And what, what is, is that, that called? Debutting or disbutting? I don't even. I can't remember <laughs> I the term. Both. I hear it different ways all the time. So yeah. whatever you call it, that's what happened. Yes. And how was it? Was it what you expected? Um, somewhat. I knew they used a hot iron, but just the hot iron didn't look the way I expected it to. Yeah. It's kind of. <laughs> I kind of expect. I didn't like realize that they took off the horn first and then they, you know, kind of sealed it with an iron. Yeah. Um, I thought somehow in my head that the iron could like rip <laughs> the horn <laughs> off, that you could just like iron the horn off or something. That just seems ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like you would it like, it's kind of like an iron on a shirt. You just like, <laughs> with like a That's, wrinkle, I, the horn would come out. That was kind of what I had in my head, but. Yeah. Well, you kind of have to see it to understand. And so there's two steps. The first one is the debudding or disbudding, which is where we just chop it off, you know, right um, down as low as we can get. And then there's a lot of blood. And then they sear it with that hot iron, which is like pointed. It's, how would you explain its shape? It's it's kind of like, um, well, it's circular, mm-hmm. but it's very long and then. Yeah. It's kind of shaped like the hole that's left in their head. Uh-huh. And they just, the vet just puts it in there and sears it closed. And uh, yeah, I think he did a pretty thorough job. So I'm not ex- expecting any horn regrowth here. But we're kind of, we have another one to get debutted, but we also are waiting for Clyla in case she has a boy too. Then we can take him in at the same time. But yeah, that's that was kind of a cool experience, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's part of uh, getting them ready for a show. So the next thing that we'll do is, in a few, actually in a few weeks, we will um, then band them, mm-hmm. and then that will be the end of their ability to reproduce, and then they'll be ready for show. Uh huh. Yeah, so that's uh, that. That was a fun trip today. Also had the dog with us. Yes, which kind of made it longer because yeah, he likes to um, have his head in the front seat with us. Yeah, it's we drive an hour and fifteen minutes to this particular vet because we live in Mico, uh, Texas, and the the vet that we like is in Fredericksburg, Texas. And so it's drive, but I tell you, like the vets, they know goats up there. That's why we go that far. Yeah, it's also good, like if you have dogs too, they see a lot of dogs as well. And, you know, they're not going to charge you as much as the city vets would, I'm sure. And they understand working dogs. Oh, yeah. They like see our Great Pyrenees and they just know he's a working dog. Yeah. 
Yes. Like a lot of people, they're like amazed by our pup size, but you know these guys, they see so many of them. It's just it's normal to them. Yeah. Yeah. So that that helps too. It helps when the vet understands the purpose of the animals and uh, you know all that kind of stuff. And then they see a lot of goats up in that area, so that's why I really like taking the goats up to them because they know goats. Um, Jude, what's going on in your life in quarantine? Well, I just been playing my Nintendo most of the times. Right, you got a yes. new game. What? What is it? Um, it's I don't know. Some people play this probably when they're young in the old times, older times. Oh, olden times. Nineteen, like nineteen, whatever. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Yeah. Well, this is a new version of it, though. Yes. And it's all the rage. The kids love it. Yes. Yeah. So I hear it's a lot of fun. Yes, it is. <laughs> Good. Took me a while for that. <laughs> and then you also got a uh, Nintendo Game Boy, right? A yep. retro Game Boy. Yes. Last week, I guess. So um, maybe a few weeks. Yeah. About. Yeah. At any rate, there's there's four hundred retro games on that, so that that keeps you busy, I'm sure. Yep. Yeah. See, it's quarantine time, and you know we know you all are stuck at home too and when we do these podcasts we talk about all of the stuff that we have to do which is really great because it keeps us busy but what we don't ever mention is the stuff that we don't get to do because Mm -hmm. we're on lockdown so what's the biggest i'll each ask each of you chloe first what's the biggest downside of quarantine i think it's that you can't see your friends yes Mm mm-hmm Jude, to you, what's the biggest downside of quarantine? So, um, I think it was like every Tuesday, like my mom and me went out, like every day. Oh, every Wednesday we went out, and I can't see my friends anymore, so that's sad. Yeah, so you miss your Wednesday night Target runs. Yes. (laughs) I get it. I get it. And not seeing friends. Yeah, that's definitely a downside as well. So, I think for me. The worst part of the quarantine. Mm, well, there. I mean, there's bad stuff. Like definitely not seeing friends. Um, definitely not being able to see my work coworkers and stuff like that. Um, and then not being able to go to restaurants is kind of a bummer too. Or not being able to go to Starbucks, those type of things. I don't know if we'll ever do that again. I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> I bet Zayner misses his puppuccinos. He does. He misses going to Starbucks and getting his puppuccinos. <laughs> but. That's all right. Well, we keep praying that that people get better and that this thing goes away, and we're just going to hold in until then. So we do have a tip of the week, and this tip is my tip for y'all. It's about navigating the online forums. So if you are looking for information about goats, there's a plethora of it out there. There's like the goat spot. There's, I can't even think of the names of the other ones, but there's tons of um, just bulletin boards and forums about people posting about, um, asking questions about goats and other people answering. And the, the hard thing is knowing when you can trust the answers and when you can't. So, um, 
I'll give you um, I'll give you an example. So we had a baby goat who was um, not decided he just didn't want his milk for a couple meals. He just wasn't eating his milk. Um, didn't have a temperature. Most people said, "Oh, it's a bottle baby. You're overfeeding it." That's what like all the forums were saying. Overfeeding it. You're gonna give it whatever, whatever. You need to hold it off the milk for a couple days and give it mineral oil and um but you know um i was not sure about that i called the vet and the vet said you know his mother had died he was a bottle baby he's not getting the nutrients that normally like the antibodies and stuff that he normally gets from his mother's milk he said he probably just has either some you know, uh, bacteria or he has some, uh, you know, um, virus, you know, like a, a pneumonia or something that he's fighting. He says, you know, give him, and he told me what level of uh, the um, in, in a, um, antibiotic to give him twice a day and give it to him for three to five days. And wouldn't you know, give him, I gave it to him first day, boom. He was feeling back to himself that afternoon, you know, and of course we kept giving it to him for three and five days But the point was is the forums were wrong <laughs> And that that's what you get you get sometimes They're great for advice um, they're great for advice sometimes on feeding and um, You know great for advice on um, you know techniques for caring for your goats Um I I do I do generally stop at the medical advice. Where I look for medical advice is um, the uh, obviously there's a lot of vets out there who have blogs and websites and um, forums and stuff like that. And so I will look for the advice for the vets. Um, you'll also find things from universities like Texas A&M has a great online resource that we use a lot and I'll look there online for those type of things um, and then I'll talk to my vet we, we had a tip before about how um, you know the vet is one of your two most important relationships so when in doubt especially on medical stuff talk to your vet before you go with the forums um, the forums are good for, um, you know, kind of ballparking what's going on and everything. But when it comes to medical advice, you can really hurt your goat or delay the, um, you know, the sickness or something by, um, you know, following the wrong advice there. So try to stick to the what vets and the, um, the trusted sources say about those type of things. Um yeah, so that's the tip of the week. So, um, anything else you two want to add? No. You can check out my YouTube channel if you want. <laughs> okay, tell us about your YouTube channel. Cabo Gamer. Catapult Gamer. Yes. All one word. Um, space with preteen. Um, space be after catapult. Okay, Catapult Space Gamer, and you'll know it has a little tank for a, a logo. Yes. And that's you. Good. All right, we'll have everyone check out that. And we actually have some of uh, Jude's merch on our website. So if you go to jbracinggoats.com 
and you go to the click to the merchandise link, there's uh, some Catapult Gamer shirts there for kids and adults. So you can support Dude by buying his merch and watching his videos and liking them and subscribing. You can if you want. Mm -hmm. And Chloe, what should we say to people who are listeners of the podcast about um, rating and reviewing? Well, it would really help if you would rate our podcast because it would get the word out a little bit more about our podcast. It helps the algorithms. So mm -hmm. if you're, um, we, you know, you, you, you obviously know where we have the pod, one place that we have the podcast because you're listening. But um, we would love ratings on the Apple podcast, uh, Google podcast, um, CastBox, um, Castify, let's see here, Spotify, basically any of those places, please. We'd love a five-star review. Um, give us some feedback there and definitely wherever you listen to your podcast, we invite you to subscribe and uh, give us a rating as well so that we can continue to reach more and more people and tell your friends right all right jude where can they find us on the web what's the website name um jbracinggoats.com and chloe how about instagram jb racing goats facebook jude jb racing goats i guess Good that's right <laughs> Um, and, uh, I think that's it. Email is jb at jbraisinggoats.com. So that's all we have for today. Um, thank you all for listening. Have a great week in quarantine. Have fun with your goats or, um, you know, where, whatever pets you have. Um, and we will see you all next week. I'm JB. I'm Chloe. And I'm Jude. All right, you have a great week. Bye.